Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Common Sense with the Educated Redneck, the show about everything and nothing at all. Now please welcome the Educated Redneck himself, Mr. Dan Ellison. Greetings! Another Monday is here. Oh my goodness. What a great weekend. Had one of those... um, Great weekends at work. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't have the opportunity to say that, but uh, I have a great job. Entertaining people, making people laugh is a great job. Um, I'm I'm a lucky guy. You get to do what you want to do. I uh, made some hard choices, lived some hard times, worked my way through some real shit times to be honest with you everybody was against it I never got any real support except from my sister Um, and I worked my way through years of homelessness at the hands of uh, the US judicial system which sees men as pieces of shit and women as these virtuous things that are so perfect for the kids even though they they're the ones running dad out of the house. So it's good to triumph and continue and hang in there. And I couldn't have done it without the support of my sister because the world didn't help me. The world uh, that now I know they get money. The judges get money for ordering me or dads to pay. So, you know, you, you sit around looking, everybody's, oh, why don't men want to get married? Because we're tired of being screwed. We're tired of losing everything. We're tired of being made homeless. We're tired of being told that we're the problem with everything. And men are just withdrawing from society, and I can't say that I blame them. I really can't. You're in a lose-lose-lose situation no matter what you do. So why why the hell would you want to put yourself in that? I'm telling you. You eventually just hit a point where you're tired of fighting. You're tired of just being told that you're the problem. You just hit that moment. But I had a great time. I went back to my old stomping grounds in Ohio. I grew up in Parkersburg, West Virginia. Ohio is right across the uh, right across the river. And uh, a lot of my high school friends showed up to support me. That, that says something that been out of high school quite a few years, and yet my high school friends still come out and support me. That that says something about the people I grew up with. Not just Fairweather friends, 
friends to the end. And crowds, sellout crowd in Ohio, almost at one place. It was just, it's fun. It's fun to go out and work like that. And I say work with air quotes because the old saying, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life is true. Very, very true. I'm very happy with my life as far as work goes. That is 100% sure. The better career. Because I, I, I talk to my friends and they have the real world jobs. And everybody's trying to figure out when to retire. You know, picking a date, they're done with it. I get it. I lived in the corporate world for 13 years and I can completely understand why nobody wants to be part of that garbage. Because the funny thing about the corporate world is they sit there and, we're a team. We're a team. We're a team. We're just a team where the coach makes 500,000 times what the team members make. You get what I'm saying? Folks, there is zero reason for a CEO to make millions of dollars. Zero reasons. And people are waking up to that. Why do you think the the great quit happened? Why do you think people are suddenly going into business for themselves? Why do you think the government is against gig workers? Because, see, as people wake up, business is. They wake up to the fact that the corporation gets to deduct all of these things, the travel and the business and the cars, and and they get to deduct nothing. And then the government comes in there and snags their income at a full rate that nobody above them pays. Now, it is true that the rich pay the vast majority of the taxes. But it is also true they take the vast majority of what a company makes. And people down at the bottom are starting to understand that, hey, 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 why don't you take a couple million less and distribute that money amongst us? Because without us, you would be shit. That's the truth. Without the workers, the company would be shit. But the workers are the last in line for pay, and the genius who runs the company gets the lion's share of the money, and you get told that you aren't that important. Whereas if you lost the head of the company, nothing really bad would happen to the company. If you lost every worker, the company would shut down and be finished. See, that's the whole lie you're being sold, that the the head of the company makes so much difference. No, no, does not. That's just shit they tell you so they can sit there and have yachts 
while you sit there and try to figure out if you can afford tater tots. And this isn't a big push on minimum wage because have you have you gone out and tried to get service lately? Nobody gives a shit, especially not the people at the bottom through the whole company. So find something that makes yourself make yourself happy and quit being told that you only you're such a small thing that you don't deserve millions. The people at the top deserve the millions. And you deserve the crumbs that fall off the table is basically what you're told. You're that dog under the table waiting for a crumb to fall off. And this is a change for me. I used to believe the big guys at the top deserved what they got until life opened my eyes. See, if if you took a company and said, instead of wages, we're all going to give you a percent of the profit, that would change things. Because then if you worked harder and the company made more money, you would make more money without having to kiss some boss's ass so that he could give you a good evaluation. Because if you're doing your job well and the company's making money, then it's obvious that nobody needs to take. But see, this is the need of people to control people. It's, It's a real need. It's a real need. These people need to control your life. It's what they need to do. But I'm fortunate. I've come into a job that I would do any day of the week because I enjoy it. There's so much to be said for entertaining people as far as making things better. You get what I'm saying? I love my job, so I don't work. So I'm not looking forward to retirement. So I'm not even planning retirement. I'm planning to work until I can't work anymore. How many of you want to do that? But anyhow, uh, going to play the first commercials. And uh, I'm actually going to do some... uh, self-advertising again from my buddy Jake, who's getting ready to head back out on tour with the Jokers and Jester store. I can't do it year-round like he does, but I'm going to play commercials for him because he's going to be out there starting in February. So I'm definitely going to play some commercials for him. Play some commercials, see if I can track down Herman, and I'll be right back. That's right, the Jokers and Jesters Comedy Tour is back on the road. We are currently promoting our second Amazon Prime special, Jokers and Jesters, the next special. We will be touring small towns across this great country of ours. So for our tour date, follow us on Facebook at Jokers and Jester Comedy Tour or at our website, jokersandjester.com. 
It's a great night of music, laughter, and magic. Don't miss us as we come to a small town near you. Hey everyone, Proof here. Just wanted to ask you guys, are you guys tired of all the mask ordinances that are passing all over the place with people telling you that you're not allowed to buy and sell unless you have a piece of fabric over your face? Well, we sure are tired of it. Please check out realbarefaceislegal.org and help us get together to fight these mask ordinances. You can also find Bareface Is Legal on Facebook, either as a group or a business page. Anyway, help us fight back against these stupid mask mandates. RealBarefaceIsLegal.org I want to tell everyone about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal. Flip-flops are the most worn shoe. Even in America, almost everyone wears cheap flip-flops during the summer, sometimes even all year long. It's because they don't want to wear shoes, but there is 60 years of social stigma to overcome. Most people think it is illegal to drive a car, go to a store, or eat in public without shoes on. The fact is, there are zero laws, health department stuff, insurance regulations, etc. about going barefoot. Not only that, it is actually safer and more healthy to go barefoot than wear most shoes that we have been wearing for the last half century. Please check out the website barefootislegal.org and check out all of our social media. Going barefoot is safe, healthy, and legal. Barefootislegal.org. We all know that times are tough and things are really expensive right now, so why not save a little bit of your wallet as well as the landfill? Marty.com carries high-quality products at low, low prices sometimes up to 70% off of retail. I just got a wonderful package of beef jerky for one cent sent to my house through Marty.com. Marty.com offers high-quality products at discount prices. Why? Well, sometimes products are seasonal or overstocked or packaging just changes. It's still great quality food, but it's going to end up in the landfill if we don't find some way to distribute it. And leave that to Marty.com. Now, if you want to save a little extra today, you can get $20 off your first order by going to our Facebook group for Dynamic Word Bible Studies and picking up a discount code there. So check out Dynamic Word Bible Studies at Facebook and find Marty.com on our comments. You'll be able to get this free discount code. It's going to give you $20 off, and it's also a great way to support our show and to keep those landfills light and to save some money in your wallet. And I'm all about saving money. So check out marty.com. Earthing, also known as grounding, is the act of touching our body's skin directly to the earth, just like our ancestors did as they slept, sat, and walked on the ground nearly every day of their lives. This simple connection allows Earth's natural negative electrons to enter the human body, pacifying dangerous free radicals, which, if left unchecked, can cause severe damage to cells that can lead to many chronic diseases. 
Ground Therapy's patented process and suite of products were designed for you to experience all the benefits of grounding in your busy and modern lifestyle. And you'll experience the benefits of grounding within the safety and comfort of your home or office throughout the entire day, just as if you were touching the earth itself. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. Hello, everyone. I want to introduce you to our friends at Marty.com. At Marty, you can stock up on all your pantry items and other household items for way, way cheaper than traditional grocery stores. I like that most of the items are organic. Also, I really dig their one-cent deal of the day. It changes every single day. I recently snagged a 10-ounce bag of dog treats for Chewbacca for a penny. Normally, they sell on their site for $7.99. With the upcoming food shortages, this is my favorite place to stock up on canned goods. If you live in the mountain or Pacific time zones, you need to get with Marty.com. M-A-R-T-I-E.com. Look for our link on our FreedomizerRadio.com website and get a $10 free just because I told you to go there. Marty.com. Great deals, good feels. Peace, what's up, y'all? This is Ninja Scroll. Check out my newest album, Renewed Mind, with songs like this. Salve Coagula. Salve Coagula. Tear down and rebuild the whole system. Vibrant prophecy fulfilled. Snakes in the grass. Son of a dish. We got snakes in the grass. Rally through the high pass. Traps all laid out. Avoid the bomb blast. I got ya. I got ya right where I want ya. Like a roll line in the field, I stalk ya. Creeped up on ya, peeped on your aura. Laying in wait, ready to pounce on ya. Once I get ya, you'll be a boy. Can you hear me now? Hey, just off part of the game. In the scene with solo, now it's time to open up your eyes. Look at how you're living, just to follow where we're taking. And the new norms, the new world order. Yeah, go get yours right now at officialninjascroll.webs.com. That's officialninjascroll.webs.com. Trying to show you everything, but you ain't care. Got you running scared. It's fear that is the main weapon. Peace to the people that was always prepping. I'm stepping on toes trying to wake you up. Remember when no one thought that one year from the election, the Dow would be up. 28.5%. You've got very strong growth, a terrific employment market. We have no inflation, virtually no inflation. Wages climbed 2.7%. The unemployment rate matched the 50-year low. Oil prices dropping today, tumbling more than 3%. President Trump's policies, tax cuts, deregulation, opening energy. Whether you're a blue-collar or a white-collar worker, he's taking care of all collars. He is rebuilding this economy in ways experts say was never possible. The Biden administration faces another crisis amid a growing... It is not a pretty picture here at the pump. The price of gas increasing more than 6% over the... You're paying more for everything. I'm back with Herman. And, of course, while we were in the lobby running commercials, we... (laughs) 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 We... We get into the conversations that Herman and I are prone to get into. 
and it's not like you know we can't we can stop it and then go back because it's just natural flow of conversation. Yeah, it is. It's just it's just what happens. It's just what happens, and uh, it's interesting. That's why that's why I like bouncing around and us having conversations because there's a lot of hard realities in life. There really is. Yeah. And, and and it's really and and it's easy to set and judge from a perspective of being in the place where we are yeah. and not where not where they were. Yeah. And 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 the evolution of thought and processing thought. Cuz I was just talking about before I came out and got you, I was talking about corporate America. Mm-hmm. And how how we're told we're a team, and that we work for a team. When you work for a company, you're part of the team. But in that team, certain people get all the money. The CEO gets millions of dollars, and the workers are fighting to put food on the table. That's what that's what team players do, right? That's what um, that's what I've always done with team players. I've always said. Uh, eight hundred for me and one for you. Yeah, team players. The bottom, people on a, in a team play thing. Uh, the people at the bottom end up getting screwed, and the people on top end up making out. That's called team play, right? And and that and see that goes to in weird way what we were talking about. Yeah, that that you know we're all supposed to be a team player in the United States, but the team's not equal in the United States. I can say that. I don't have a problem with saying that because I know it's true. Yeah. And how do do you change it? You change it individually start. I mean, that's, that's what we, that's the one thing we as an individual can control is our world directly around us. Yeah. But, The whole system is still not equal. Yeah. No, We're trying not. to – nothing – there's no such thing as equality, first of all, when it comes to what we're trying to do. It can be a balance. It can balance. It can somewhat balance. Because if you say – if you look at your theory of 25, 25, 50, then there's no balance in that. Okay? Right. Because the teeter-totter. you got the 25 on one end and 25 on one end. And the bulk of things in the middle, and it's teetering, depending on what's happening. It's teetering. That's what life is, a teeter-totter. Yeah, that's the ebb and flow that everybody talks about. Yeah. And, 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 it, and it, it runs one way, and then it runs another way. Because it runs one way, and then people get over there too far, and they go, hey, wait, 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 this isn't that good. We need to, we, we need to go back to the good old days. And then they go back to the good old days, and then you get into the fucking really bad parts of the good old days. And then everybody goes, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, we don't need to do this. We need to go over to the other way. And then they run back over to the other way. And so you're constantly swinging back and forth and back and forth. It's like a pendulum. It is. And, and and that's the hardest part to to navigate through is not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. And not finding the baby out with the bathwater. Right. And find the good parts and make those good parts stick without running so far past those good parts. 
Because when you get to those good parts, it's like, yeah, this is a good idea. And then, yeah, this is a good idea. And then, yeah, this is a good idea. And then you end up where we're at, where you have people who, granted, had a maybe a rough time, the LGBTQ, all those people. But now the pendulum has swung so far that we've now elevated them above normal status. Yes, because we genetically modified everything to now we've reached human modification. And look yeah. at it and what we've done. Everything is genetically changed. And if everything's genetically changed, think about it. You're thinking about changing everything genetically for a species that will need what you're changing things genetically for, period. It fits some, someone. This process fits someone. So what is this process building for? Well, number one, we know it's going to be built for individuals who are rainbow people who really are worried about themselves and not worried about what's going on. That's the Pierce. truth. So these are what I call the distractors, the distractors. The distractors are always going to be there to tell you, look at me, look at me, hey. And when you're saying, hey, look at me, what the hell is really going on? We're tied up with you, distracted, but we got a list of things going on behind you, period. All these extra stuff, we have to realize these are defectors and distractors. What are they building for? What type of community are we truly building for? And this is what we have to look at from an overall true picture. Oh, and they're, and they're actually trying to build us into a corner that we cannot mm-hmm. get out of. You, you yeah. can't look around you and see it any other way. And that's why, like the movies like you know, Demolition Man and all those where in the future where the great government controls everything, and because the great government controls everything, it's happiness and bliss. No, it isn't. No, and they haven't really figured things out because think about this. They say, well, we got everything formulated for Tesla already. If that is true, why do you still need to charge the cars using gasoline pumps to build electricity? If you had everything done by Tesla the right way, you would not need gasoline anymore, right? Damn it, you would be able to do, you'd be able to charge the cars and everything. You wouldn't need any of the past to do so. This is modern technology, correct? Yeah. So now you're going to use more gas to fuel electricity. But see, here's the thing. The reason that we need more gas to fuel electricity is because, and, and we know it, it's there. It's written everywhere. It's in the past building. It's in the past structures. There is a free energy that exists on Earth. Thank you. Well, if we get that free energy, the rich people will lose everything. Well, well, it's like this. It's going to happen. And the reason why I say it's living proof, the ancestry of brown people show you that that is a must factor. It is a must factor. And when you feel it like the brown people, then all of the people that call themselves rednecks and hillbillies, all the people that call themselves minorities need to hear what we're saying, period. Because what the country has tricked everyone into believing that we're having freedom and we're all a part of this freedom. No, we're free to be dumb enough to think we're free. No, you're definitely not free. You're not free. No. You're not free. And, and see, the funny thing is, is when you're young and idealistic, you kind of fall for these ideas. And then as you get older and you sit back and look at them, you go, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. That's not equal. 
And then when you come to that realization, then you start looking at yourself too and you start going, well, am I really free? You're, you're limited free. And they sell you the pitch that you're totally free, but you're not. You're even if, free even if you want to do yourself. something just for yourself, That's you're right. still not free. Come on now. You're not. The only thing you're free is to say that you're free. Being able to say, hey, I'm free. That's it. Right. And, and, then, and then go try to do your freedom. Go try to do what you want to do that doesn't affect other people, and you'll quickly be shut down. Yeah. And mess around and find something that can help other people discover their freedom, you will be killed. Oh, yeah. Look at everybody who's created all these cars run by water and all these different things. They all just die. Weird deaths. Just coming into his mind some kind of way. And, and, and here's the other end of it. What is true freedom? Where do you get to that? Well, well, true freedom is, first of all, taking the dumb off of the word free. Okay? Because freedom is what we're dealing with. It's free to be dumb. It's free to be ignorant towards true facts and statements in life. So freedom is something we have to fight against every day. Freedom. Now, if you talk about the essence of being free, I know what that is. Being free means I can go outside and pick me an apple versus going to the grocery store. That's free. Right. Being free is being able to have the option to put a garden in my backyard without city regulations. That's free. You see, all the city regulations are designed to make you dependent. Yeah, all of them. They're 100% designed to make you dependent on somebody else. And see, that's what I'm saying. In the past, where we were, when you and I grew up, where there were gardens and there were all these different places to get these things, that has all been basically wiped out by regulation. And now they've taken a free thing that you have and make you pay for it, and now you're on the treadmill. And then there's people. There's other people that will say though, and I, and I've heard this before. Well, uh, I don't have to spend all day growing stuff and cultivating the garden and all that stuff like that. I just go pay somebody else for their time, which allows me to use my time in a better way. Yeah, that's like saying I don't have to fix my own drink. I just let somebody give me a roofie, and I'll be fine. Right. But see, that's 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 the pitch you run up against. They sell themselves this idea that they make so much that they don't need to do those things, and so they'll just pay somebody else to do those things. And then we end up with GMO food. We end up with nasty uh, additives. We end up with all these poisons because nobody's taking the time now to look into what they're getting. They're just saying, I'm just going to purchase that because I don't have the time to grow it. So whatever happens to be in it, how bad can it really be? I'll just suffer, whatever it is. It don't matter. doesn't matter. Like I said, look around us, dude. Look around how the health of everyday Americans has changed. Yeah. I mean, it looks like 
Remember, remember the old cartoons where they did the blow up the animals, they inflated them, and they made them all puffy? That's what every human looks like right now in America. Yeah. And how, many, how many chins do your sister Trudy have to have? Really? I mean, seriously, when you look at this and you see people that are so heavy that their legs are splaying out at the knees to support them, and they can't get in now their car, and they can't get in and out of their bed, but... I can't believe we changed eating habits that much to go from where we were to where we are. Something else changed, not just our eating habits. Our living habits changed. Yes, they did. Our living habits changed. And what we were fed changed. Yes, because in the 70s, you didn't see fat people on the beach. You saw beautiful bodies. And also, people were conscious of their bodies, their weight. They were conscious. I want to be fit. I want to be trim. I want to be healthy. This is what we're saying. Now we live in the land of fuck it. Fuck it. If we I'm do. We do. We do. Just go go buy the next size pants. Go get the yeah. bigger belt. You know? Just get a bigger shirt. Don't. Yeah, it don't matter. Hell, what, so what your titties are, Z? It doesn't matter. Right, and, and, and say to people, you know, health is, weight is nothing that contributes to health. How? What? All day long. It's, All day long. It's hard to fathom, but we have got to a point where there is absolutely, there used to be president physical fitness, and people used to do all this stuff, and now it's just, it's a joke. Oh, yeah. They don't even have gym class. They don't even encourage people to exercise. It's You're fat, and it's causing this problem. Take this pill. Take that pill. Take pill. Take that pill. That will help you. Being a, you're, you're fat, and you're, everything's all messed up in your body. Take this pill, and it will make it correct, even though you're still fat. We know one thing. Michelle Obama was all about health in the first term, then it just went away. Yeah. It just went away. Yeah. And now people are analyzing these foods and telling us something that we already knew. Yeah. Like Chick-fil-A and the number of ingredients in their sandwiches. This is supposed to be chicken, folks. There well, should, be, should be chicken and spices. Well, Not, they just told you that the Chick-fil-A, number one, if you say, first of all, they can never say farm-raised chickens because they don't have, they're not farm-raised. They're bat-raised, okay? Just like the beer containers where you get your good old brewery beer, more for brewery beer, that's exactly how your chicken is made for, for Chick-fil-A, out of a beer bat. It's never attached to a chicken. I told you there's no way in hell you can have this many chicken breasts. For chicken. There's no way. There's no way you can have this many chicken wings. They're all manufactured. Your chicken cannot come from real chickens. There's too many people having chicken, too many chicken stores, chicken spot, chicken hot, chicken at every restaurant. You cannot have chickens everywhere like that. There's not enough chickens on earth. <laughs> hey, not. I just did something just, just out of curiosity. Yeah. And I, I, I Googled something. And uh, 
Guess how many ingredients are in a Chick-fil-A sandwich? It's 33 to 38, ain't it? Something like that? 55. Oh, they moved up with more now. <laughs> 55. The last time I checked, it was either 38 or 43. It, was, it wasn't 55. Good God almighty. Here's here's the chicken, and this is what's really funny. Boneless skin chicken breast filet, salt, modiosudum glutamate, MSG, sugar, <laughs> spices, and paprika. That's just in the chicken. That's just in the chicken. Here's the chicken coating. Are you ready for this? Enriched yep. bleached white flour. Bleached white wheat flour. They done took everything out of it when you bleach it. Oh, yeah. Sugar, sugar, salt, more MSG, nonfat milk, baking soda, sodium, aluminum, phosphate. Oh, yeah. What? Sodium, aluminum, phosphate, monocalcium phosphate, soybean oil. Soybeans are the scourge of the earth. For male testosterone, George George Washington Carver said, "Soy should never be consumed by humans. It has many other other works, but never consumed by humans. No soy, no soy. Water, nonfat milk, egg, fully refined peanut oil, and dimethyltryptophan." In other words, one of the rules that I say. If you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. Yeah. And then you get to the bun. The bun's got enriched white flour, water, sugar, yeast, soybean oil again, wheat, gluten, salt, cultured wheat flour, vinegar, calcium sulfate, monoglycerides, D-A-T-E-M, whatever the hell that is. It's all capital letters. Calcium proportionate, ascorbic citric acid, enzymes, soy, lectin, potassium iodate. Now, you go back to when we were younger and a bun had wheat and water and some other binding agent. Maybe some salt. Yeah. But you didn't see all that? No. (laughs) No, sir, you did not. They've got yellow dye in it and blue dye in it. Come on, man. And you pull up to the drive-thru and give me five of them bitches, and then you go home and eat them and go, I feel like shit. And then you go, why do I feel like shit? Yeah, because you're eating shit. And it's popular. There's a line around the block for this shit. Wow. And then, why am I? Why my blood pressure up? Why is my weight up? Why do I look like a beached whale? Mm-mm-mm. Seriously, man. You're just pouring poison into your body and then going, why is my body not good anymore? And, and, and that's what they love to do. And then you feel like you got cancer. Yeah. 
Then you go to a doctor. The doctor says, these numbers are all screwed up. Here, take this pill. They don't say, are you eating that shit they sell the drive-thru? Are you eating that shit that comes from the box? They don't say that. They just go, oh, this number's bad. Take this pill because I get a kickback on it. Mm. And then medical malpractice is the number one, uh, two or number three leading cause of death in the United States every single year. But follow the science. That's something. It's more complicated than you understand. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's what it is. Like when I looked up something, you know, take you off the course a little bitty bit. I just have you ever heard of O, capital O, lowercase T, lowercase A, capital H, lowercase O, lowercase S, two. You ever heard of that? No. Oh, when you look up Otto Haas two. It'll come up, Philip J. Berg Esquire, plaintiff versus defendants, Barack Hussein Obama, a.k.a. Barry Sotoro, a.k.a. Barry Obama, a.k.a. Barack Dunham, a.k.a. Barry Dunham. A lot of names for your president, eh? Oh, yeah. And when you when the government sues him, they can't say that it's the plaintiff versus the defendant, and Barack Obama is... Five people within himself. Yes. I'm talking about with three separate last names. <laughs> Everybody said he's from where? Africa, right? Yep. Well, when you look this up, that's not what that says. That says he was in he was from Indonesia, and his mother married a man from Indonesia, and she should have um, changed things back. I mean, he should have changed things back before, you know, when he turned 18 in order to come back. As a citizen, so he wasn't a citizen when he was a president. But you're a conspiracy theorist, Harmon. Huh? You're a conspiracy theorist. Well, uh, <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can say that if you'd like. You can call me what you like. You know, you can call me what you like. And, uh, and if you call me what you like, I'll say I'm a conspiracy theorist, but this says the United States District Court for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania Philip J. Berg, Esquire, painter, versus Barack Hussein Obama, a.k.a. Barry Sorrento, a.k.a. Barry Obama, a.k.a. Barack Durham, or a.k.a. Barry Durham, the Democratic National Committee, the Federal Ed, uh, Election Commission, and DOS, DOES 150, 1-50, in, inclusive. Civil action, October the 4th, 80, uh, uh, 83. Jury trial demanded. Complainant for the uh, declaratory injunctive relief from, uh, what is this? Preliminary state. Article 2, select Section 1 of the United States Constitution states, the particular part, no person except a natural-born citizen or citizen of the United States at the time of uh, adoption of the Constitution shall be eligible to all, uh, of the office of president, neither shall any person be eligible to that office who shall have attained to an age of 35 years or 40. And let me go down here right quick. It says, Obama is a representative of the Democratic. Let me see. Obama must 
have qualifications specified for the United States president, which he is, must be a natural-born citizen. Unfortunately, Obama is not a natural-born citizen. Just to name one of the problems, Obama lost his U.S. citizenship when his mother married an Indonesian citizen and relocated herself and Obama to Indonesia, whereas Obama's mother naturalized in the Indonesian Obama followed her naturalization as he was a minor, and in the custody of his mother, Obama failed to take the oath of allegiance when he turned 18 years to regain his United States status. This is, I'm, and I can keep going. I'm reading government official papers. Right. This ain't YouTube. This ain't somebody doing a, a, a podcast. I'm reading, I, and the thing is, you got to go into this download it officially, and open up the file. Yeah. Okay? Period. Yeah. And I and I can go on and on with this. He is not from Africa. I'm telling you, he's from Indonesia. It says it right here. We're telling you on our podcast, on our show right now. Pictures with that dude named Michael. Yeah, that dude named Michael. Big Mike. Yeah. yeah. And nobody wants to talk about those pictures. You're not allowed to talk about those pictures. You're not. Oh no. You're not. Oh no, because that. And if you're a black man, they say, "Oh man, how dare you? Boy, there's a black woman and a black man like that. How could you do that, man?" It's like, dude, it ain't about being black, man. It's about finding out the truth. You know. I'm serious. And you got you to find out the truth. This is what I'm trying to do, decipher the truth. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Well, see, that's why, that's why they make everything so complicated, because they count on you getting to a certain point where you just give up. You just give up. Because you can, you can – we yelled the truth for how long on the, on the, on the corona – and everybody looked at us like we were insane. They did. They looked at us like you are nutso. But we were telling the truth. You two idiots. No? Yep. That's what we were, just idiots. And we were telling the truth. Yeah. Two idiots telling the truth. We're telling you the, 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 the facts. Not trying to hurt your feelings. We're telling you the facts, man. This is a fact, man. But nobody wants to hear it. You don't want to know the facts. You want to. You want some more bull crap. I'm telling you, the facts are more important. Facts are where it's at. Oh man, what is the facts are where it's at, man? Exactly. The facts are where it's at. We we can bring you information prior to, but what difference does it make when you will not? He to you want? Do you want the information? <laughs> well, I see that's uh, let's go to the movie The Matrix because this is one of those things that again I said this to somebody. Where do you reside? This is one of those things I had the other night. One of them I was driving and I had time to think. Where does Herman not Herman body reside? 
Where does Herman, the person who talks, reside? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because the Herman that talks is technically in the brain, but is it? Because, see, the brain, if that's where you live, that's where Herman is, Herman lives in the brain, then Herman never sees the outside world around him. Yeah. The way Herman perceives the outside world is a bunch of sensors send him pictures of what the world is. So his brain interprets those pictures into the world that Herman sees around him while Herman's never been in that world. Because mm-hmm. Herman's in the brain, which is in darkness, which is inside the head, which never sees the outside world. The only contact it has with the outside world is through the sensors that are the fingers that touch stuff and tell him what it feels like, through the eyes, which are sensors, which see stuff, which he interprets into a picture of what's around him and hears stuff and interprets that too. So that goes back to the matrix. If that is where we exist, then how do we know we exist? Woo! Boy, 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 boy. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. So everything's being fed to you. Yeah. And it's you, you personally, if you reside in the brain, you never see, feel, touch, hear the real world. It only comes to you via sensors. So you know what you just, you know what you just described? What? A television. Exactly. A show. <laughs> A construct. <laughs> We are TVs. We are projectors. We we are everything that we put on screen. Like when you go to school and they say, put the slides up. We those that's that's us describing how we are from inside, describing what we become on the out. You know what I'm saying? It's us. Yeah, that's what and, that's what I'm saying. When you look at that, then you go, okay, is the matrix real or not? Yeah, because it's a projectory. It's explaining the projector. That's why right. everything that we're looking at is not real. That's like when you look at LeBron James and them and everything. If they want to change the trajectory, they just change our focus, and we'll forget everything that we saw the last time, and we'll only remember what we have been told to remember and see. Mandela effect. The whole cornucopia with fruit of the loom. You and I both know that Fruit of Loom had that cornucopia forever. But now we're told it didn't exist, it never existed, and everything we we knew was a lie. Yeah. You and I both know Chick-fil-A wasn't spelled C-H-I-C-K. You and I both know that with a certainty. Yeah. But we're being told in the big game show the big picture the big movie no 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 this is a rewrite this is a rewrite and you're going to believe that the rewrites now and and so again that gets to the whole is this a show no what about if one world one world is gone and the other world overlapped yeah which is left which is left over from the other world exactly like that kid who said that cern destroyed the world 
back when they yes. first fired it up. Yes. And then that goes back into what we've talked about a dozen times about history. What we're taught about what we were taught this, but what if everything we were taught was wrong? Okay, and the thing is, why? Okay, this is me. Why are you having to teach me everything when things happen naturally? Things happen naturally, man. Yeah. Things are going to happen regardless of somebody teaching you a program. Right. But for some reason, people want you to think this way, so they're going to force this this agenda. And, and see, that's where that's that's the whole control of information too. See. As much as people hate social media, I, and people, a lot of people, oh, that's all bad stuff, blah, blah, blah. I love it for the simple fact that it connects me to a much larger group of people. And when you get people's individual experiences, that's what you can really learn from them. You really can because it's a, it becomes a bigger consciousness. Like if you and I never talk, I would never understand your perspectives. Yes. And that's what they're afraid of because when we can talk across experiences and see how much our separate experiences, even though we came from two completely different backgrounds, we had natural common experiences that we both share and makes you go, oh, wait a minute. It opens your – it takes you outside of what you're taught is what it does. And, and that's why being able to have completely unfettered speech is one of the most important things ever to exist. Because, see, then I can sit down and have a conversation with you, and then that opens up a whole different perspective to me. And it helps us see this whole big puzzle from different angles, which helps us figure out the puzzle. And the puzzle is you're put on a treadmill. You're taught from the time you're young to be on that treadmill. You're taught from the time you're young that when the bell rings, you do this. You raise your hand, you do that. You get this period to do that. Monday through Friday is your work week. Saturday and Sunday are your days, air quotes. Sounds like a prison schedule to me on the outside of prison. Yeah. We're in a prison with no fences. Yes. Because when we go to other countries, they call them vacation spots. Yeah. When we go to war and we go away, it's called R&R, rest and relaxation. So yeah. that means America is stressed. Yeah. America is stressed. Because it's always trying to look for something for us to take a break from this shit. Yeah. You need a break. See, I need a break. Why do you need a break from what? Yeah. Is anybody talking about why we need damn breaks? No. Just we need it. Oh, we just we just need a break from what? We break. We we taking breaks, vacations, and praying. Breaks, vacations, and praying. Breaks, vacations, and praying. Oh, Lord, help me. Break vacations and break. You're in that circle, and you can't get out of it because there's no way to get out of it because you've got to have things. 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 Yeah. Yeah. 
Now, this is so sad. I'm trying to teach the word. America made horse out of a black society, and you thought it was going to be okay. Now, all of your women are whores within this society, and that's not how it was. Now, see, people say you got to understand you reap what you sow. Oh, the truth. That is the truth. And see, that's one of those ones that everybody wants to think, no, that's not true. No, that is one of the most true statements. It is a true statement because if you make a whore out of a certain race, and then you had rape. So I keep telling people, people have to be ashamed of certain things. You know why they make you know why they make churches? You know the real reason why they make churches? So you can ease your conscience. No, so the poor people don't murder the rich people for what they've done. Well, that's true. That's that's all it is. The rich people had to give poor people a reason not to kill them. Because what you had done was an atrocity. So if you've done atrocities such as anything like the Holocaust or slavery, then the people who are enslaved are not having a great time. They're not receiving the freedom. The people in the Holocaust are not having the freedom. The people who are putting the people in the Holocaust are putting the people in the slavery are having the freedom. But So remember, there's a yin and yang to everything. Okay? And this means that it ain't the 50% in the middle don't count. Now you got 50% of these individuals are trying to live one way and 50% are slaves. Yeah. So the only way you get that 50% balance is some of the slaves are free and some of the individuals with money are, are broken down. Then you get that pool of 50% when it comes to understanding and it gets back to the 25 on the end. But until then, you have a balance of 50% of people trying to own everything. And that 50% ain't 50%. It's like 5%. Yeah. Okay, trying to own everything, and the rest of the people are being put into their different categories of ignorance that you have to lead and follow every day. Black people live in the projects. They family come up in the projects and die in the projects if that's a project that you have to be a part of. If you grow up in the trailer park and you not escape, you grow up in that type of environment and you die in that environment. Very true. Okay? Well, see, that's where you and I talk about the poor people, and all of us poor people are basically the ones that are being tra- trodden upon. Yeah. Yeah. That poor man don't know nothing about no black dude if he ain't been around him unless somebody teaches him something, babe. Yeah. Period. And that's real. Somebody got to teach you something. And then the thing is, when you experience on your own, this is when people change. Yeah. Truth. That's when people change. When you experience, when you experience on your own, the worst, the worst Satan in the world, the worst sinful thing in the world is listen to somebody else's damn opinion. <laughs> Man, it's so hard to, to get people to to let go, though. I, I I was I'll admit I was in that group. When I was younger, I was headstrong. I was one way. I was, you know, this was all new to me. So I since it, I had the first thought of it, it was the first time it's ever been thought of. But really, it's a cycle that just repeats. But you had to be different because we clicked from the beginning. And in Virginia, it didn't look like we should click like we did. No, but we weren't moved out from Virginia from day one. Yeah. And see, that's that's a whole thing. If you get into why we attracted to each other, but we did. Yeah. 
and we did shit together, and we went on the road together. And people who've ever been on the road together understand that makes you closer than anything. Instantly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you take your lives and you mush them together and you're living together, basically. And that changes everything. Yeah. Totally. And see, we were both brought up in the system yeah. where you were, you were taught one part of the system. I was taught another part of the system. Yet when we came together, we realized that we were both the same. Yeah. Not like we're telling people. Poor people don't understand how much they have in common. No, they don't. If, if the world got you caught up in the racism or sex, let me snap your ass out of it and realize that your ass is poor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's sitting there pointing fingers. <laughs> Poverty don't give a shit if you're black, white, or anything. Poverty is poverty. Poverty is poverty. There's no mercy. There's no mercy. It doesn't go, I'm going to be easier on him. No, poverty is poverty. And people don't get along, don't understand that. They don't understand how to deal with that. Poverty is poverty. It is. It's a hell of a thing. It is a hell of a thing. And the funny thing is, the people at the top use that ignorance and that us against them attitude, you know, where we're in our own little worlds fighting each other to keep us distracted from the fact that they just take everything and they don't suffer and they don't want and they don't worry and they aren't neglected and they have everything that's the best and they don't feel an inch of empathy for you. None. 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 Oh, they create these, you know, charities and things. That's to show they they don't care a shit about you. Because if they truly cared, they wouldn't be sitting there with billions of dollars. They would be giving people hand up but they don't want us up on their level because then we would take away from what they have Herman doesn't need a job then he doesn't have to go out and work for (laughs) basically slave wages so that you can have your super yacht I've said I've I've said this a hundred times. If everybody was Einstein, Einstein would be digging a ditch. Yep. Because there's certain things that just have to happen in the in the daily life. Somebody has to plant the crop. Somebody has to grow the food. Somebody has to do the menial tasks that everybody tries to avoid. Yes, because they're the most important thing in nature. Right. When you break it down to the basics, then you better know how to feed yourself. That's a basic. You better know how to go out into a stream and catch something and carve it up and eat it because that's a basic. 
But they've got so many people who've forgotten the basics that if they took away their little food distribution centers in these cities, it would be chaos. Yes. Unadulterated chaos. And so... If you take the food and poison it and then limit what's there to have and take all the good shit away, then the people have to eat the poison. Yep. They have no choice. Because when you're hungry, you're hungry. Salt and green, they're eating the people. Well, I'm gonna, uh, we're going to get our break in. <laughs> I, I know you. I know you called on that, right, Queen? <laughs> it's like it's like, damn, man. We've we've been an hour just just done. Just flowing just, like it's nothing. Yeah, like it's just like water. Yep, that's what we do. Especially when it's good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going to get the commercials out of the way. And All right. uh, we'll be back for our run into our final segment. <laughs> All right. Be right back. Did you know that every time you swipe your debit card, those behind-the-scenes transaction fees make the big banks even richer? In 2016 alone, these fees added up to $60 billion. Yes, that's billion with a B. Well, what if there was a way to have the convenience of a debit card, but reroute those fees from the banksters to organizations actually doing good in the world? Organizations that protect the environment or feed hungry children? What if your swipes could literally change the world? Well, Groundswell SPC has found a way to do just that. We've designed a Visa debit card program that shares transaction fees with your favorite cause. Groundswell partners with nonprofit organizations that promote the card to their supporters. Their supporters then use the card to power the mission of the nonprofit. It's a win-win-win for everyone, except the big banks, of course. Groundswell is about to launch its first cards into market, and we're inviting you to be part of this movement as an investor in the company. Go to WeFunder.com backslash Groundswell card to learn more. Set up a free WeFunder account and invest in Groundswell today and get your money on mission. Have you looked at the price of Bitcoin lately? Cryptocurrencies are the hottest financial investment right now. Well, what if you can get free Bitcoin fractions by having an app on your phone or PC? Introducing Lolly, a website that rewards you with free Bitcoin pieces with your online purchases. You purchase from one of thousands of companies like Chewy, Old Navy, Groupon, and others. You get a percent of your purchase back in Bitcoin. Use my link on freedomizerradio.live or find me on Facebook for your special link to get started. Lolly, earn free Bitcoin while you shop. Just as ungrounded signals wreak havoc on radio communications, there's growing concern that because we are not grounded, we absorb tremendous amounts of electromagnetic radiation from our modern devices. 
EMF stands for electromagnetic field. We are all immersed in electromagnetic fields from Wi-Fi, from the wiring in our homes, and it disturbs our electrical balance. We get charged. Inside of our bodies, we get electrically charged. Some people have as much as 20 volts on their bodies, and that's not good for you. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. We all know that times are tough and things are really expensive right now, so why not save a little bit of your wallet as well as the landfill. Marty.com carries high quality products at low, low prices, sometimes up to 70% off of retail. I just got a wonderful package of beef jerky for one cent sent to my house through Marty.com. Marty.com offers high quality products at discount prices. Why? Well, sometimes products are seasonal or overstocked, or packaging just changes. It's still great quality food, but it's going to end up in the landfill if we don't find some way to distribute it. And leave that to Marty.com. Now, if you want to save a little extra today, you can get $20 off your first order by going to our Facebook group for Dynamic Word Bible Studies and picking up a discount code there. So check out Dynamic Word Bible Studies at Facebook and find Marty.com on our comments. You'll be able to get this free discount code. It's going to give you $20 off, and it's also a great way to support our show and to keep those landfills light and to save some money in your wallet. And I'm all about saving money. So check out Marty.com. All right. Now I got that out of the way. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Man, dude. It's one of these things, though. You, you, okay, you sit down and you go, um, what do you do with this information? How do we change? How do we affect change on what's around us? Oh. So, see, that's, that's the hardest question. Seeing it's one thing. Now, after you've seen it, what do you do with it? Well, seeing is number one, believing, number one, accepting that, you know, this is, that it is. You know, once you see it, you've got to come out and deny it. You know? Yeah. Because people live in such denial, even when they see it, they go, well, that can't be, because that's how they have a strength. Yeah, they, they think if if that's what it was, it would be more obvious. No, it, it, it's subtle. They make their living on subtle. And 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 then and then people go, oh, you believe in the Illuminati? Yeah, I do. I do believe that there's a group of people that nobody knows that controls everything. I do. There's no other way to explain the way some things have happened. People say, okay, to be truthful, if you're part of the bowling league, you're part of the Illuminati. Okay, if nobody knows what's going on in your bowling league except for the bowling league members. Okay. It just happens to be bowling is not dangerous. 
unless you got a basement you try to lure the bowling members in under underground to kill them. Yeah. You got to look at this, man. It is what it is. And we have to stop trying to nickname things. Yes. Every time you name something, you create a division. No. We're nicknaming things and recalling things. We don't want to call things what they are. We don't want to call it, how do you say you only call a spade a spade? Yeah. You want it to be something else and it's not good because it's not, it's not something else. It's what it is. People have to well, see, that. That also runs back to personal responsibility, too. Taking responsibility for the contributions you make to just staying in this system. And that's what I think they're afraid of. Again, what I talk about, why I like social media is because I get to see unfiltered thoughts of people. Because that's what it is. But what about people with lack of accountability? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of that. We're in a world that people have no accountability for anything. It's always somebody else's fault that I did that. I did that because of this I can justify anything If I want to And this Let me tell you something That's a two way word right there You said I can justify anything Justify Justify Just defy Justify I can just defy anything That's what the justification is Yeah A justification is a, if you're, you're justifying what you did. Yeah. So you're going to just defy the truth to justify your truth. Right. Justification is your truth, not the truth. Okay? And that, yeah. That's so what I'm saying. It's funny when you... It's a willingness to lie. Yeah. <laughs> to make yourself feel better for something you knew was wrong. A willingness to lie. Right. A willingness to exaggerate. A willingness to turn a blind eye. See, this is one of these things, and this is another great debate that I get in with people, and you and I have talked about it a hundred times. Religion. Religion, when everybody was religious in this country, which, you know, in the past, there was, there was more religion. We, we can't deny that. Uh, less people believe in religion now, but it was always a way to basically control people, make you have that conscious that we've lost, to make you take responsibility for things that you did, which we've lost. And now if there's no end and there's no reason to be good, then you see what people turn into. There's no reason to be good, so I'll justify my shitty actions because there's no recourse that will eventually hit me. Do you know what religion actually means? What? Chores and responsibilities. I religiously mow my I religiously plow my field to keep up with its needs. I religiously fertilize my ground to keep up what's needed. I religiously build so that my home will stay up to par. I religiously 
See, religiously doing things are actions. I do things often. I religiously. Yeah. So all you're doing religiously is I go to this church religiously. That's it. The religious part of it is you doing something over and over again, having having it mean something. That's all it is. Religiously, I repeat it over and over again. I did this religiously. Truth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What is my religion? What I do religiously. If you are a baker, you bake religiously. If you are a farmer, you farm religiously. If you are a plumber, you plumber, you, you do your plumbing religiously. You feel what I'm saying? It's what you do. So it's a responsibility and a chore. That's what religion, that's what religious things are, and that's what a religion is. And, that's, and, and we have shed responsibility, which means we have shed our religiousness. And now it's, it's haphazard, do what you want to do. There's, there's, there's no recourse. There's no response. Just whatever Herman wants to do, go do. But see, they used to sing, have you got what religion? Certainly, Lord. Have you got what religion? Certainly, Lord. Have you got, it means, are you doing what you need to do? Certainly, Lord. Are you responsible? Certainly, Lord. You know what I'm saying? Yep. There's a responsibility that you have good religion. Certainly, Lord, I have good religion. I have good inside. I can get myself up every day religiously to do what I need to do the right way. I am a religious person. I religiously speak of peace. I religiously speak of tranquility. And peace and tranquility is my religion. Now, if you're an asshole, you're a religious asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And you're an asshole religiously. Well, see, and this is is another thing I can't see with these people. You've got these big megachurch people, and they think it's okay that they live these elite lifestyles while telling these people who are poor to give them more money. So when you they, think that, so when you say that people go to church and they get poor and they get more money, would that be called a trap? Yeah. So wouldn't church be called a trap house? <laughs> see, that's nobody wants to see, but you can't. Lump, I I really say I can't lump everything because I I did come from a church <laughs> that was different. <laughs> the church when I was younger. They didn't say you had to tithe. They didn't. They passed the plate, and what you gave was what you gave. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, the, and the preacher, he had a job. He didn't make his living off the money the people gave him. The no. money that was given went to the community. That's a good thing. But when you've got a church that's telling you, you must give this, you must give that, and then I'm going to go get on a jet airplane while you're going to go get in a pinto. And they keep saying the same thing. The preacher got to have a salary. Yeah, the, he got to have a salary. Why? And the preacher, what was his name, Geno Jennings, he said, uh, does the preacher need a salary? He said, let him go get a job. Am I right? I got a job. Go get a job. Let the <laughs> bum get a job. <laughs> <laughs> but... It, the, the amount of care we have for people has definitely disappeared. This is this is really the whole pendulum right now is in the me side, not the community side. It's on the me side. 
I because you and I, I both grew up poor. So, if, like, if we if we had trouble with a car and we didn't know how to fix it, we would have a friend who would come help us fix it, and then we, in turn, would help them with something else, and we both counted on each other. Mm-hmm. But now we're told if you don't have enough, go to Uncle Sam. He will take it from everybody else and give it to you. Go here, and it will be taken and given to you, not that you'll trade it with a fellow person, and you help them, and they help you, and that in turn builds a good, healthy community. If I had a church, and I wanted the church to be what it is, when I go to that church, the church is supposed to supply my needs, right? Right. So in order to get my my spirit right, I need my needs supplies. If I go there and I don't have money for my bills, then if nobody can give me money, I'm not looking for money. Can I find a job? Is there a way to get a job in this building? Because somebody in this church, amen, praise the Lord, somebody is an employer. Yeah. And I need to be an employee. So praise the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Is there anybody that can hire me today? I'm looking for a miracle. And, and, and guess what? It's in this building. His name is Mr. Johnson, and you happen to own a hardware store. Can you hire me, please? Yeah. I work with people every day that can offer somebody something but never offers anybody anything other than another song and, a, and an amen. Yes. Yes. Never suggest anything that could fix my problems, but you're going to pray for me again. Right. My rent is due. Let us bow our head. Why? I need some rent money. <laughs> well, see, that's the whole thing I got to thinking about when I said, where does, where does Herman exist? Where does Dan exist? Where does this voice come from? Because you and I both know that in our heads we'll have debates amongst ourselves. Mm-hmm. So what's that other voice? What's that other voice we hear? Now, who are you talking to? Right. You're talking to yourself or you're talking to somebody else. So that gets into the, uh, like I said, it gets into the whole big picture of things. Why are you here? What is the purpose? Well, somebody says, what is, when you're talking, you answer yourself. I sure do. You do, right? Yeah, I have full conversations. Okay. Now, you know they say that we're crazy if you <laughs> <laughs> oh, believe me uh, Believe me I know that See, in my head Seriously, I'll have seven or eight voices Just have conversations Yeah, it's like uh, I have a conversation Say, hey man, I don't think that's right And some say, you know it's not right But what if you consider this angle? But that angle could be different Than if I angled it from this way yeah. How about this picture that's totally outside of everything that y'all are saying? And this is a conversation in my head. Yes. And there's four, five, six people in there, and we're all having a legitimate council meeting. Yes. Because I got to come to some conclusion of what I'm going to say out my mouth. Before I say something out my mouth, I'm having a committee meeting. Right. And then that committee meeting is going to choose what's best for me to say. So then that question is, Who is that committee, and where do they live? (laughs) Because you know it's there. 
Yeah. You hear it. But who is it? Who is it? I am what I am. And why aren't they always this? Yes. And it's got to be different people, but they have different opinions. And why do they show you movies at night when you sleep? And why are some less aggressive and more aggressive? Right. See, that's a question that nobody wants to talk about because you're not supposed to talk about that. George, it's what you said. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. It's there. Everybody knows it's there, but nobody wants to admit it. No. Nobody for fear, for fear of being called crazy. Most definitely. But I, you do hear, though, and I've seen studies where people, there's a lot of people say they have no other inner voices, that they don't hear a conversation. And you got to, in my mind, I instantly go, uh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine just one voice in my head throughout the day. I can't imagine that because it never happens that way. Never. So who are you conversating with? Yeah. Who are you conversating with? Yeah. Where is that? What is that? Because, see, that gets into the whole electrical spark thing that I've said you and I have talked about. If you, they have viewed a sperm meeting an egg, and there's a brilliant flash of light at that moment. And that's when the electrical charge starts. And all measurements of humans being alive is electrical charges. Mm -hmm. Your, Your pulse. Beep, 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 beep your brain waves, and they declare you dead when you have no sparks. And you have two brains and two hearts. You know that, right? Right. Okay, your, 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 your second brain is your gut. Right. Your second brain is your gut. Okay, everything goes through your gut before it comes to your head. Yes, your, and you get second, that gut feeling. There you go. That's your brain. You're thinking. Yeah. That's the gut feeling. Now, when you have when your blood is pumping out of your heart, you have lower extremities. Something has to push it back up. Yes. What's that that pushes it back up? Your calf muscles. Your calf muscles are extremely important. That's why you end up getting varicose veins and you lose vascularity. If you got some problems in your calf muscles, you got some problems in your heart. And that's why they've also proven. That when you go on a hike, your muscles release endorphins, which help your brain. Yes. And to help your brain, you must have clear oxygen in the blood coming from the heart. Right. It's a whole system. And why was that system built to basically support a spark? Well, they told you when you were a kid what your, what your system is. They said... There's a telephone line. You got yours and I got mine. It's called the nervous system. See, they tell you about They used to teach us this. And see, that nervous system goes back to what we were talking about, how you exist in your brain, but your nervous system connects you to the world. Yes. They said it's a telephone line. You got yours and you got mine. To the world. 
The yes. world. Yes. The world. Yeah. Yeah. That's why when I was young, I'll never forget. They said, if you don't use your mind, you will be in a world of hurt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and, and see, all of this, all this trickles back to if you're not taking care of your little world, then you're not going to function in the big world. You're not. No. There are so many people that drift through and never question, never ask, never go. They just get up and go, I was told to do this, and they just go do it without question, without an inner conflict over it, without an inner discussion over it. Mm-mm. And they just go through life. They don't say, well, why is this? They just go through it. This is this. Somebody else figured it out. I'm just going to ride that bus. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of people do. Yeah. That's the a truckload of people just ride the bus through life. Because most people are followers. Yes. Again, again, those numbers we talk about, the, the outside numbers, the 25s. Yep. yep. But then, see, within that 25 of the top number, see, once you go to that 25, I'm saying the top, that bottom layer of 25 has different levels of nothing, and that top layer of 25 has different levels of great. Now, if you can move whatever percentage you can move up through that 25, it's very important. Just because you're within the 25, don't sit stagnant. Or I say, Don, you can't be stagnant. Don't move slow. Right. Don't move slow. And see, that makes you wonder because these perspectives change as you go through life and you get your life education, which is way more important than your school education. Mm-hmm. Because, again, that goes to what we've talked about many times, what you're taught versus what you experience. Yeah, you can say that again, brother, what you taught versus what you experience. And see, by us meeting each other and having our conversations, our experience expanded twofold, if not many more fold, because we've taken our views of this. We trust each other. So I know Herman is going to tell me experiences with a good pathway to it. Herman's going to tell me things that he thinks I should know that are good things. Whereas outside of us, we don't know those people, so they will teach us whatever they want to teach us, not necessarily what's good for us. Ah, uh, no. And what I love when I talk to you, man, is like this. When we speak, and I like people to understand this, I'm a very passionate speaker. So a person may think I'm angry or something. You know what I'm saying? Well, what, are yeah. you okay? Are you angry? Are you upset about it? No, I'm not. If you just listen and stop all the narration, you won't miss the best part of it because you're trying to take away the description. And the description is just like me reading a good story to you. I'm putting inflection in it. That's all. Right. To give you my passion. Yeah. Yeah, and passion has inflection. And nowadays inflection is, oh, that's. Male, masculine, dominant. No, it's we are no. males, and we right. speak this way. Yes. There is nothing wrong with that. 
just because I'm assertive doesn't make me dominantly male. I'm just an assertive person. When a female is assertive, she's not a female dominant female, no. She's just an assertive lady. Yeah. We want to share our life experiences. Yes. In a in a, in a, in the way we want to share them, not in the way that we have to conform to share stories. Male figures are now being conformed to tell stories the way the world wants you to share them. Well, see, and that's the whole thing. Remember when I talked about NASA, when they went out and looked at kids before school and after school? That the kids before school had that natural ability to look, create, tear apart, and create their own solutions. But once you got put into that program where you were programmed to do this, this, and this, not question, follow, that's been decided for you, it took away their genius. Well, number one, if you take away someone's problem-solving skills, that is your genius. Yes, exactly. Your problem-solving skills are your genius. That's what it is. (laughs) When you can evaluate something and see it for what it is, (coughs) those are skills. Yeah. There's a skill that they wipe out when they teach you memorize, obey. Memorize, obey, conform. Memorize, obey, conform. Little Johnny doesn't learn that way. Well, little Johnny will learn that way, or little Johnny will get his ass out of the way. Or little Johnny will be labeled as something, a retard, slow. Yes, yes. He will be lazy, and he will be categorized, and he will be ostracized. And he will be drugged to get into conformity. That's right. Now, do you see why Billy is walked out away from the world? Because Billy doesn't conform. Right. But before Billy got in his class, you know, Billy built three go-karts. Before Billy got in his class, Billy fixed my dad and mom's washer and dryer. Before Billy got in his class, you know, Billy made his, made his own small engine, and he was only, 20, it was only seven. Right. Like that video I sent you of that guy in Africa who created that car that runs on zero-point energy. Yeah. If he had listened to everything that was being told to him, he would have never believed in zero-point energy. He would have never created that car. He'd have been stuck like everybody else going down the flow of this is how it is and this is how you're going to be. You know they try to kill him, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, there was 48 48 biologists who were involved in the study of the Rona that all died through mysterious ways. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? They had information. They had stuff that nobody was supposed to know. Uh huh. They had information. That's what they did. They had information. Yeah, and information must be controlled for the farce to stay. Yes. Yes. Where is Fauci now anyway? Is he alive? <laughs> <laughs> He's rich. He don't need us anymore. Uh, he got his ticket punched. Wow. 
And so a man who basically was involved in probably one of the most horrific things ever released on the American public is free and not had a charge, not been charged with anything. And always remember this, kids. In the Nuremberg trials, we tried the Nazis and hung them for exactly what Fauci did. Oh, yeah. And Fauci got away with it. One of the biggest medical experiments ever foisted on the American public, and he lost scot-free. Mm-hmm. But remember, the most resourceful German scientists that they over there, they stayed alive. Oh, yeah. Operation Paperclip. They were brought to the United States. Yep. And, and see that in a weird way that ties back to what you and I started with, the founding of America. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. It does. A it does. lot of bad things were done to create something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you think that you live scot free, that there's no consequences, but in life it all eventually wraps around and comes back. Chickens come home to roost. It yeah. all comes back around, man. Period. What goes around Period. comes around. You hear these phrases, and, and you go, why do the old people say that? Because they've seen it happen. They've watched it go around. They've watched it come around. And if you live, if you have to be white and in West Virginia, they will poison those nice little waterways that you live in front of long enough to make you think that it's dangerous and get you all up out of West Virginia if it's important to them. Yes, Actually, West Virginians have a lot of water in brooks and streams. That's clean, fresh water. Well, it's not now. And, and I, can, I can personally attest to this. And I've said this a hundred times. DuPont built Parkersburg because they gave them jobs. But DuPont also destroyed Parkersburg because they put poison in the water, they put poison in the rivers, they put poison in the streams, they put poison in the drinking water, and now everybody is reaping that deadly harvest. And that whole valley is filled with chemical plants all the way up and down that river that they've destroyed, the air you can't breathe, there's cancer everywhere. Man, but that sounds can't call them why out. does that sound like the shores of Lake Michigan, Lake Huron, Lake Ontario, Lake Erie, Lake Superior? That's what it sounds like on all those shores. Because the borders of all those shores have major industries on every one of those waterways. We had the steel mill, the Coca-Cola plant, and the Pepsi plant, and the blood plant. And Coca-Cola and Pepsi, wherever they go, they destroy all of the water. Yes. To make us a soft drink. Destroy all of the land to make us soft drinks, man. <laughs> and, and to make us soft drinks that destroy us. Well, the soft drinks are kind of hardcore. That's what yeah, I that, Yeah, they're designed to destroy us in every way, <laughs> shape, and form. Every part of them is bad. But they call them soft drinks. But there's not a thing about them that's soft or good. No, 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 there's nothing. Dude, when you 
I've seen too many experiments with Coca-Cola. You can turn, let me put it like this. You can boil Coca-Cola to a point where it will turn rock solid in a pan. And you can't use the pan ever again because you can't get it out. It's like concrete. Yeah. Okay. Then another then another lady, I don't know what her formula was, but you can take Coca-Cola or Pepsi and mix it with certain ingredients, and it comes alive. It turns into a black moving tar that follows you with your mood. So in your body, with certain things you put in your body, it can become a living thing. And it's really funny because all the things that are bad to put in your body are man-made. Yeah. Because you can go out in nature and go back to what we're in, where we go look for naturally grown foods, naturally grown products like, like fish and things. And don't go get that box where it's all been processed and all the additives have been added to it. And then look at our health change. Do you know they've been making plastic products that appear to be real products? Do you know they, make, they, you know they can sell you plastic lunch meat, but it's still... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know they can yeah. sell you plastic onions, plastic scallions. Yeah. They, they look like onions. Smell well, they've taken they take good water and put plastic particles in it. Yeah, they take a good water, and then they form it on top of the water. You seen that? Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. So now they say 80% of Americans have a large quantity of plastic particles in their bloodstream. And <laughs> then we go, why are we unhealthy? Well, imagine this, okay? If we are all a world within ourselves, right? Yes. Imagine your body being your... Your, stunt, your intestines and body being an ocean and waterways and things of sort. Yeah. So within those waterways, just like the ocean, in other countries, you see all of our garbage collect on their shores. That's what happens inside your body. Yeah. Along your shores, inside of your intestines, along your waterways, and along your travel ways, there's piles of plastic and rubble, small you know, compared to what you see on the outside. But inside, it is like a terrible cluttered beach. And the thing is, you can follow that progression through pictures of people through time, and you can see the poison growing and growing and growing in people. Yeah. But we are to deny that. We are healthier now than we've ever been. No, we're not. No, we're not. I, 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 I'm going to tell you something, man. I had something, to, and this is so crazy. This is just from eating. I developed some type of cyst, and they can't even figure out what the hell it was, okay? Yeah. But they were developing in my face, okay? Yeah. I changed my eating habits, okay? I went to the dermatologist and everything. I took their advice, but I changed my eating habits. That's the only way that it began to change. It took two years for my face to clear up, two years of consistent flaring up. That's almost unbelievable. Yeah. But it lets you know how many toxins are in your body. And the funny thing is, if you want to get down to, well, the government's there to protect us, why is the Food and Drug Administration allowing that shit to be sold and consumed? 
If they truly are there to protect us, if they are truly there to make sure we get good products, why does that shit get to the shelves? Mm-hmm. Because they're not there. They and that not. it's your – you have to take care of you. And they want to make it as hard as they can because try to find organic, hard to do. Try to find things that's not in plastic, hard if not impossible to do. Why did we go away from glass and everything's plastic now? Oh, man. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go give me some metal tape today. <laughs> and I'm going to give me some copper wire. And I'm going to give me a little rod. I'm going to tie that copper wire to that rod, and I'm going to run it outside. When I lay down to sleep, I'm going to put that electrical tape with that copper right up under me. I need to be grounded. Actually, when we were younger, we were barefoot. We were grounded all the time. All the time. And why did we have all that energy? And why did we have all that health? And why did we do all that? We had energy to go. Where did that go? It's not simply just because you're getting older. No, it's not because the shit we've been doing is getting old. <laughs> <laughs> that is more of the truth. That is more of the truth. Because eventually, just like the river that had all the poison poured in it turned into something toxic, the same thing is happening with everybody's body. There you go. There you go. You are getting poison poured into you, and you're not questioning it because the FDA said it was good. If they say so it is above, so it is below, so it is outside, so it is in. Yes. That's our new thing. So it is outside, so it is in. Woo, man. I tell you, that says a whole lot right there, buddy. <laughs> so it is outside, so it is in. Yes. Truth. Yes. Truth. If your body is a world, how you treat the world is what your body will take in. And then that goes, if you circle that around, that goes to these people who will tell you, and people go, oh, they're, they're, they're weirdos. That's not true. You can project the world you want because the world's a perception because that's what it is, whether you like it or not. It's a perception from all your nerves. So if you can project a positive perception, you can change your world with your perception. And if you think positive and you act positive, you will be positive. Genius. It's perfect sense. It's right. Because you're affecting the matrix around you personally. So how do you make a shift? We individually make, we individually make shifts. Which makes which begins to change and shift everything. It's just like everything shifted the way it is now. It's just about shifting things back the other way. Shifting perceptions. Shifting perceptions. That's why they call them shape shifters. Shape shifters. Shifting perceptions. That's how it's shape shifters change the shape of perception. That's what makes them shape shifters. 
Exactly. Their perception changes. Because you're really not changing the shape and perception. You're actually making me see it the way you want me to view it. That's right. So, again, the projection into you, I can project into you my perception. Yeah. So that's why you can project into me, into me there, there was no K. You projected that. Because yes. I, but the thing is, you cannot project this. You can't project anything to somebody, into somebody, if you haven't erased their first projection. Right. So you got to make everybody else seem as though you're crazy. Yeah. That never happened. How could you think that? No, it didn't. And if they tell you enough times, you know, well, maybe I didn't succeed. Maybe I didn't think about it. Maybe they are telling me the truth. Maybe I'm lying to myself. Maybe I'm lying to myself. Oh, I ain't see that. <laughs> if you thought you saw a mouse in your house out the corner of your eye, go get a mouse trap. Yeah. Don't wait till you see it. Because the time you see it, it'll be a whole family. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. When you hear these, a lot of people hear these things, though. Well, you can project the world you want, and oh, you're full of it. No, you can. And if you look at the people who are in the really bad places, a lot of them do this woe is me all day, and then everything's going to be terrible, so what's the point of trying? So they quit trying. Yes, you can. Right now, we're looking at drag queens. It all started off, okay, you had. Uh, Wesley Snipes and what was the guy's name from Ghost? Uh, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Uh, you had all the okay. They they played the thing where they were the four guys and they had to put the dresses on with Legramo, Le- 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 the Spanish dude, and they had all the dresses on. I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger being a dress. He was with with Danny DeVito. I've seen, you know, I've seen Seth in a dress. I've seen many white dudes in dresses, too. Yes. So everybody's trying to make it seem like for a second, it's like, oh, this is every black comedian. No, man, they're doing this to everybody. 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 <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Ah, there you go. <laughs> There you go, Robin Williams, Mrs. Alpine. What, what about, what about the, what, what the show called in the uh, 80s, Bosom Buddies? Yeah. And Martin Lawrence really wanted to do it good because he was Shanae and Big Mama's house. One, two, yeah. and three. Yeah. And have you seen Martin Lawrence lately? No. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> When you see him, it's like a stroke victim trying to talk. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you it was so great having, you know, uh, uh, he, he sounded like Sammy Davis Jr. He sounds <laughs> And it's like he's trying, having problems coordinating his nervous system with his real mood. I mean, and he's not that old. He ain't 60 years old, man. I know. And if Will Smith showed his real age, he should look older than us. Uh-huh. Ain't that a thought? He should look older than us. I'm just being real. Now, and Morgan Freeman should be somewhere close to dead. (laughs) (laughs) 
that neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, somebody in that neighborhood. But see, with guys like that, you know, you know, Milton Berle, uh, Dick Van Dyke, they live forever. Yeah. Okay, they live forever. What do these dudes do? They drink, they party. George Burns smoked cigars his whole life. What did right. they do? Yeah, you never saw him out exercising and hiking. Never. Anyway, I'm going to tell you something. If nobody wants to admit this, Hugh Hefner was a pimp. Yeah, a, a real pimp. It, and we looked at it as normal. Well, hell, not a normal a lifestyle to aspire to. Yeah. Oh, a lifestyle to aspire to. Wow. Yes, brother. It's the truth right there. Yeah. Hugh Hefner was a pimp. Okay, he was wearing the, okay, the only one I saw, only brother I saw like that was Fred Sanford when he put on his smoking jacket. Yeah. You know, that's as close as we got to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the, funny, the funny thing about Fred Sanford, and, and, and I watched Sanford and Son religiously, was that he spoke his mind regardless. Yeah. Like that whole thing where he's at the table having dinner, and and he starts to talk, and he said, "No, we're not going." He goes, "This is my house." Oh yeah, I will speak the way I want to speak in my house. Yeah, when he was talking to the lady. Yeah, and she tried to overtalk him, and she said, uh, "She he said, well, he said, I'm putting, I'll just do something with my fist, and I'll put my foot somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I hate to do this, but, man, we are way, 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 way over. Oh, man, it's usual. It's usual. You know how it is. It's usual. It, it's so hard to end the conversations because they always just they keep flowing into something else. Yeah, and it's, and it's easy for us to do a two-hour show. Oh, <laughs> well, that's that's the whole thing. Again, I I don't want somebody to listen to us and go, "We know exactly what we're talking about." All we're talking about is possibilities. That's what we're really talking about is possibilities. Try to get somebody to get out of that dogma of this has already been proven, so there's no reason to think about it. No, everything should be questioned. Everything should be looked yeah. at. Everything should be taken apart. You should always try to take everything and deconstruct it and ask the question why until it can't be asked anymore. Why not? Because that's what exists and we can do it. Why should we be limited by another person's choice based on what they decide to stop on? It has right. nothing to do with you or I. You can't place a bar for me. If that's right. what you want to stop, then could you please step to the side? Because if you put your bar in front of me, then you will mean to stop at your limitations, at your fears. And that's the whole unlimited possibilities once you open your mind. Unlimited possibilities once you open your mind. Remember, all the voices inside of you come from somewhere. Maybe you need to find out more about what's going on inside and figure out that first so we can help outside. That's the truth. That's 100% the truth. Figure out where this comes from, because this comes from somewhere. Yep. You know, this, this whole world around, like I said, the whole construct of the world. It's like when I left this house, did this house still exist? 
when I when I went somewhere else, did this place exist? I couldn't see it. So did it stay there, or is it only because I'm there and in my mind that it's there? And when I left, did it turn to rubble? And it only yeah. existed when I came back because I knew it existed because it was in my mind. Right. How do we know the rest of the world exists? Mm-hmm. Well, most people say because you got to have faith. How do you know what yeah. that is? There you, there's the, that big word. <laughs> you got to believe what you're told. You got to have faith in what you're told. Don't you dare question it. You better have belief and faith in what you're told. You better hope that we are right. Yes. You better hope exactly. that we are right. Yeah, you better hope that we are right. You better. You better hope with everything we're right. Because you just put your life in our hands. Exactly. And whose hand? Whose whose life is that? Who is your life? But why would you decide to surrender to others? Exactly. Because right now we have to realize, and we're going to talk about this next show too. We have to oh yeah. Us versus the straw man, and right now we are responsible for our straw man. That strong yes. man only comes because our parents made, had a place on the birth certificate. Yeah. True. That's the truth. The straw man, when you're pulled over to get a ticket by the police, the straw man is who you answer to. And once you agree, you take responsibility for that straw man. Yeah. You, you accept what they're doing to you and you let it happen to you. Because you are the human being. They have no right over the human being. Only the straw man that you agree right. to. Yes, the things that you believe that you voted for. Yes, and cops are strictly trained to trick you into saying that you will do what they're asking you to do because they know they have no jurisdiction over you. And they use the word comply as opposed to obey. And do you understand, meaning you're under my jurisdiction? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Herman! It's, it's all the Monday. My I look forward to these. I look forward to these. That's why I was saying I love my job. I would Amen. never stop doing this. I Amen. would never Amen. stop doing this because I think our conversations help people break out of the dogma of what they're taught. Two thousand twenty-four, the truth shall be revealed. Oh, yeah, the Great Awakening is coming. The Great Awakening is coming. Yeah, and that's what helps them out of what you're speaking because we're speaking the truth. It's just flat-out truth. We haven't pre-set our minds to tell you anything or pre-set our minds to share with the people. We're speaking to the people, and it has to be from the heart. 100%. You got it. Well, Herman... I'm going to let this thing go because we'd be here for another two and a half hours, three hours if we just kept rambling because it just flows. It flows into the next thing and flows into the next thing and flows into the next thing. And I hope it becomes contagious. I hope so. I hope enough people stop just doing because they're told and start questioning every single thing you're told and why you're told that. Why is the best question to ask. Yeah, because when it comes to our show, you want to find out something, 
stop, look, and listen. And in that thought, your mouth is not included. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, that's a perfect place to end this show. (laughs) (laughs) And I I hope everybody's listening to this takes that all to heart. And as we always end the show, we're going to end it the same way. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. When the enemy comes into your life like a flood, stand your ground and take your sword out in Luke 10 and go eyeball to eyeball with him and tell him, I have been given the authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm me. Stand your ground. When he tries to use one of his main tactics, which is fear, tell him, for God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Stand your ground. When he thinks you're down, tell him, I'm not down, Satan. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Stand your ground. When he tells you you're a loser, tell him I am the head and not the tail. When the enemy comes after you, tell him Isaiah 54, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Stand your ground. When he whispers in your ear and tells you you can't do this, throw Philippians 4.13 to him. I am able to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Stand your ground.